there's a quote by someone named Thomas Dewar. Now, I have no idea if I'm saying his name right, so sorry, Thomas. But he said that minds are like parachutes. They work best when open. And I think we can all agree with that. However, what if I told you that your mind isn't as open as you think it is? That as it turns out, your brain has actually been wired to sabotage your biggest goals. The funny thing is, it's actually doing this because it thinks it's helping you. But in reality, it's holding you back in life. We're going to get into the inner wirings of our brain today and talk about the foundational reason behind why it's so hard to think more positively and make positive changes in our lives. Because as you know, the first step to change is awareness. But don't worry, even after we talk about all this brain-based science stuff, it's still perfectly acceptable to blame any and all of your problems on mom brain. So stay tuned. Hey friends, I'm Lindsay Ashworth, and this is the Celebration Effect podcast, the podcast that gives you the tools and knowledge you need to stop living for the someday and start celebrating the now. Together, we'll celebrate our minds, bodies, and souls, and realize that life is cause for celebration. I'm so grateful you're here. Hey friends, welcome to the Celebration Effect podcast. I am so excited you're here this week and I'm so happy to be here. I just wanted to give you two quick PSAs before we get started on this week's topic, celebrating the power of your brain, which is literally my favorite topic and why I started this podcast in the first place and I can't wait to talk to you guys about it. But first, I wanted to let you know that right now, I am committed to producing just two podcasts per month, so that's just about every other week. And although that probably isn't up to par with some of the other podcasts that you might tune into, I wanted to, you know, under-promise and hopefully over-deliver. That is always my role in my party decorations business as well. And I am very strongly committed to being integral in my life. So I don't want to promise you podcasts every week and not be able to keep up. So hopefully I can ramp it up soon and give you a podcast every single week. But until then, what I would encourage you to do is go ahead and subscribe to the podcast because if I do get some extra time, I will absolutely record another one and you don't want to miss it. My second PSA is the reason I'm here bi-monthly with you, which is to help you transform and improve your life. I have been brainstorming, if you can believe it, for the past year to create a community of women just like you and me who can come together and encourage, motivate, and inspire one another to think more positively and celebrate our minds, bodies, and souls. And I wanted to let you know that I have finally come up with a plan. I am very close and excited to putting together an online community that will combine mindset and fitness motivation. I'll be featuring fitness influencers every month, providing you with fresh workout inspiration and resources, while also providing monthly mindset challenges and coaching in order to help you practice gratitude, self-love, positivity, manifestation, and overall self-improvement. And if you're crafty like me, you're going to love some of the super cute printables I have planned. It's a place where we can learn to walk our talk, share ideas, manifestation success stories, and get inspiration from other women who are just like you. 
If this sounds like something you're interested in and want to help me create this community from the ground up as a founding member, I would love for you to join me over at atouchofla.com slash celebrate. Fill out your information and I'll be able to let you know as soon as the doors open. Okay, so let's get into this week's topic, which is celebrating the power of our brains. So far on the podcast, we've talked a lot about positive thinking and how it's crucial to getting what we want in our lives and avoiding what we don't, of course, because our thinking holds a crap load of power. What we think about, we manifest, right? So if we're primarily focused on worry, fear, and doubt, you can bet that you're going to be seeing a lot more things that cause worry, fear, and doubt in our lives. Whereas instead, if you're focused on celebrating your life and giving thanks for the things you have, the lessons you've learned, and the progress you have made, you're going to see a lot more things to celebrate in your life as a result. But here's the thing. Thinking more positively sounds easy enough, but then... If it was, wouldn't we all be manifesting the lives of our wildest dreams on the daily? Exactly. (laughs) So it's safe to wonder if there's something going on up in here, as I'm pointing to my head, that's responsible for screwing up these manifestations. And if you were thinking, and if you were thinking that your brain might be holding you back from creating your dream life, you were right. I mean, it's not the first time you heard that our brain has done wildly strange things, right? Take, for example, the fact that two people can look at the same situation, like a crime scene, for instance, and see two completely different things. When I was getting my psychology degree, the idea that two people can hear or see exactly the same thing, but perceive things completely differently was so interesting to me. For example, do you remember that dress that everyone was raving about a few years ago? Remember how some people saw it as black and blue and others saw it as gold and white? It was a phenomenon that apparently revealed differences in human color perception. So people didn't see it the same way depending upon how their brain was wired. And people still don't really know the answer to the whole dress question. I mean, I saw black and blue, so obviously that's the correct answer. So we'll just go with that. (laughs) But what about that Yanny Laurel controversy? Do you guys remember that? If you have no idea what I'm talking about, it was basically a recording of someone saying a word and half the people who listened to it heard the word Yanny while the other half heard the word Laurel. If you haven't heard of it, YouTube it because you will love it and then compare with your partner because they'll hear something different. I seriously used to hear one word and recently started to hear another word. So I don't know what's going on with that. So what the heck is my point with these silly examples? My point is that the brain is pretty freaking crazy. And the more we know about how our brains are wired, the more we can start to implement some strategies to help us make changes. Because that's what we're all trying to do, right? i.e. lose weight, make more money, be more organized, be less stressed, do more of what we love, and essentially just be happier people, right? So if I told you that the reason you aren't manifesting all of your biggest and wildest dreams is because of your brain, would you want to learn more? I thought so. So I want to examine two areas of the brain because once we understand them, we can make huge transformations in our lives. 
Those two areas are the conscious and unconscious mind. You've heard it before, conscious, unconscious. You probably even use the terms when apologizing to someone, like, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings, I wasn't doing it consciously. But have you ever really taken a look at what that really means? Believe me, I didn't know any of this stuff until recently, so if you didn't know, I'm right there with you. Our subconscious mind stores and retrieves data. And it's the part of your mind that notices and remembers information when you're not actively trying to do so. It's basically in charge of making sure your whole body lives to see another day. For example, it makes sure your heart is beating, that your lungs are working, and all of those kinds of things so that you don't actually have to actively think about doing them. And you can instead focus on, well, all the things. I mean, have you ever thought about how incredible it is that you don't have to actively think about how to heal that scab from the zit you picked last week? That's because your subconscious or unconscious, whatever it is that you choose to use, does it all for you. On the other end is the conscious mind. The conscious mind is the part of your mind that's responsible for logic and reasoning. So if I ask you how much money you'll need this month to pay for that Louis Vuitton bag you've been eyeing, it's your conscious mind that is going to be used to do that math. The conscious mind also controls all the physical actions that you do, like moving your hands and legs. Basically, whenever you're aware of the thing you're doing, you can pretty much be sure that you're doing it with your conscious mind. As you learn how to do things consciously, you store your learnings in your unconscious mind. So you don't have to actively think about how to do them again. You can think of drying your hair with a hairdryer as a great example. Okay, so when I first got layers back in junior high, my stylist made a big deal about how I was going to have to learn how to dry my hair with a hairdryer if I was going to be able to rock this new style. (laughs) Can you guys remember the first time you did this? It's a disaster, right? You're hitting yourself in the head with the dryer. You don't know how to handle the brush or which one to hold it in. It's literally so hard. But now a number of years, we won't say how many later, it comes easily to me and I don't have to think about it. And that's because it's been programmed into my subconscious mind. Now, recently I had to relearn this when I started drying my daughter's hair, but that's a whole other thing. Okay, so, so what, right? Why do we even care about this? Well, let me tell you. When you're first born, you're born with a completely unprogrammed subconscious mind. We're just itty bitty babies taking in everything we see, hear, and feel with no preconceived notions about anything. But in the first few years of our lives, our brains get programmed by observing the behaviors of people in our immediate environment, like our parents or our siblings or our close relatives and so on. Kids learn what's acceptable and not acceptable in terms of social behaviors and what the general rules are in households, schools, churches, and even nations. Think about it like this. Your subconscious mind is an empty, open bucket when you're born. And then all this crap gets dumped into it for about the first six years of your life. And then guess what happens? The bucket is sealed shut and you've programmed your subconscious mind for life all before you learn your timetables. (laughs) In other words, a child's view of the world is directly downloaded into the subconscious mind during the first six years of life. 
without any filters or any kind of question as to whether these things are actually true or not. This means that we learn about life and our role in it from a very early age. Things your parents believed, things people told you, warned you about, told you that were true about the world were basically programmed into your mind by the time you were six. Once that information is programmed, just like drying your hair, that information becomes available again when it's time to utilize it. In this case, when you pull out your hair dryer, you remember how to use it. That's great, right? <laughs> you save time every time you pull out your hair dryer. But while you save precious getting ready minutes, what else do you think you have programmed in your mind? Have you ever stopped to think about it? While you conjure up a few memories from your childhood that I'm sure you're thinking about right now, what is most important about this is to know that your unconscious mind actually controls 95% of your behavior, thoughts, and beliefs that you have throughout the day. That means that 95% of what you do every day is based off of what you learned between the ages of zero and six, give or take a few years. The thing I'm really trying to hit home with you is that you're holding on to beliefs about yourself and others that could be holding you back in life and sabotaging your biggest dreams. So my question for you today is, do you think that if you examine some of the beliefs and thoughts that you have about yourself today, the ones on repeat, the ones you've automated like drying your hair, that they would really serve you? Let me give you a little example of one that I've been working on for a while. This might help you to start thinking about what beliefs and thoughts you might have that are on automation. Since before I can remember, I have always felt that I don't like change. I, like many others, like to be in my comfort zone. This is actually another brain-based thing, but we won't go into that right now. <laughs> I really think that much of my postpartum depression stemmed from the belief that I am, quote, not good with change. Well, guess what a baby brings into your life? A whole hell of a lot of change, right? So because I lived by this idea that I was not good with change, although I don't know who or where I learned it from, this thought was responsible, I believe, for my really harsh entry into parenting life. It's because of this thought that change was indeed hard. Now, let me just say that if you are struggling with postpartum depression, I am not a doctor, and if you think you need to seek help or medical treatment, please do. In my case, though, I do feel like a lot of what I went through was because of the beliefs that I held. And because of that, I have made it my mission to change this belief in myself. I say to myself, I'm great with change. Look at all the times I've adapted. So anytime this idea creeps up on me, I remind myself how adept I am at handling change. And that does seem to help me put my mind back on track. Does that make sense? This week, I'd like you to take a little bit of time to listen to your internal dialogue. What's something you've been telling yourself for years that has now become automated, but is actually completely and utterly false? Maybe it's something your father said to you in passing, a math teacher, something your grandma said. The key here and a running theme with this podcast is to start becoming aware of your thoughts. Ask yourself the important questions. Where did that thought come from? Why do I think that? Is this really true? 
It also opens up a whole can of worms about talking to and around our children. Now, if you have kids and they're over the age of six, I'm sure you're starting to panic, (laughs) but don't worry. You can teach your kids what you're learning here as you move forward and start to really identify the thoughts that you're having, knowing is more than half the battle. Once you start to uncover these unconscious beliefs that you're living by, you can start to change them, which is the first step to transforming and celebrating your life. So I hope this gets you thinking this week. And as always, I hope you take a little time to celebrate your life.